Horse-drawn carriages have been around for a while. Since before we had the motor car, or the bike, or the plane, horseback and horse-drawn transportation was the major way us humans could get places faster and easier. Before major mechanization and automation, horses existed as our ambulances, our taxis, and even our tram systems. But that was back in the 1800s. It's 2017 now, and we don't need horses to cart all of us around anymore. And yet, Melbourne streets are dotted with many horse-drawn carriages anyway. This is Kristen Lee, and she's the campaign manager for Melbourne Against Horse-Drawn Carriages, a campaign seeking to educate the public on the dangers of horse-drawn carriages in the CBD and bring an end to the problems the horses face. So, um, because they're in um, working in the CBD after work, um, because they finish so late, sometimes 1am, um, they're forced to be there until uh, they're taken back to inner city yards, um, which are just sort of vacant lots, um, which aren't, you know, they don't have proper proper space for turnout, um, and it's very late, and then they're up again the next day and off again back into the city. Um, so that was pretty um, distressing, seeing that they, you know, could go for... Um, days and sometimes weeks without being able to graze because uh, there's several companies that operate and all have different procedures. Um, then there's also the fact we learned that they're there for 12-hour days. Um, they're in, they were allowed by the Code of Practice to be working in up to 37-degree heat, which in the, is stifling in a CBD. Um, you know, the, the heat emanating up from the surfaces can be up to 30 degrees hotter than that, so up to 67 degrees. Uh, temperatures can be emanating back in, up into the horses, so um, that's very dangerous for them. Kirsten and her campaign have also discovered many safety concerns that horses in the CBD bring. Horses have been spooked, um, which isn't, you know, which isn't surprising, being in a, in a CBD. Horses mm. are, are, are flight animals, so, um, you know, if you get a, a loud car comes swerving around the corner, you know, a horse takes off and drivers have been catapulted out and the horses running freely without a driver across Princess Bridge, which happened a couple of years ago. We've also had that happen, I think, on Burke Street, where a passenger injured their arm. On both times, ambulance had, had to come to the scene and um, people were taken to hospital, I believe. Um, we've seen horses collapse or fall, um, being able to find out why. Um, we know one was a, quite a severe leg injury. Another time, we're not sure why that happened. Um, we've had reports from tram drivers of horses constantly doing illegal U-turns in front of trams and therefore, you know, holding up um, commuters but putting the, the, the horses at risk. A horse got smashed in the head by um, a moving tram just like late last year and it, that tram hit that poor horse so hard that it smashed a hole through that safety glass at the front of the tram. It's, you know, it's supposed to be pretty tough. So, so that, and, that no, and again, like we see with all of these things, there's no follow-up um, that that horse operator left the scene immediately. The police didn't try to stop him um, and we never got to find out what injuries that horse sustained. There's just no regulation. I mean, even if there was, we'd still be opposed. But um, So safety and, and injuries is, yeah, is another thing outside of you know their lack of freedom of 
movement and expression and also the, the welfare concerns. Among other things, Kirsten and her campaign is also aiming to end the ridicule of the antiquated tradition that comes with horses being used as transportation. There's all the welfare concerns for the horses, but then there's also the fact that, um, you know, seeing a horse sort of tied up all day, being used to cart humans around, you know, being considered of not much more than a vehicle is just really unfair. Um, you know, we, we love horses and we love looking at them, but at the same time we enslave them to this industry that, you know, is certainly not for their benefit, it's solely for the operator's benefit and money and solely for um, the passengers who can't quite really see what it is they're supporting, um, you know, and sort of not making that connection that a horse would much prefer to be free and moving around freely, not in harness for, for long hours, unable to express themselves. The campaign epitomises our love for horses and why we love horses so much. There's a real symbolism with, with uh, the way horses are used, particularly in this industry, and to take such a, you know, a beautiful and loyal and majestic being, um, such a strong and powerful being, and sort of you know, belittle them to as little, you know, as, as something as, you know, insignificant as an object to cut humans around and to tie them up all day. They're tied up, you know, for for most of those 12-hour days or a lot of those 12-hour days. Um, and just to, to sort of put a feather on their head and just belittle such a beautiful, magnificent animal in that way, I think that's very symbolic of how we in our relationship, you know, between animals and, and humans and how we, we sort of view them. And um, I think that was really motivating for me as well, address that issue that we have and that disconnect that we have where we, we call that love that isn't really love. Not so much about, um, you know, having, you know, looking down on people who engage in these activities as much as it is um, trying to help them see that what we've done for so long, just because it has been around for so long, doesn't make it right, and it's time that we evolve away from that and see a kind of way. That was a little package uh, thing that I made with uh, Kirsten Lee of the Melbourne Against, Against Horse-Drawn Carriages movement, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's doing lots of really awesome things. Uh, just changing how, how we view things in the city. Have you guys ever been on a horse-drawn carriage before? Not to my knowledge. I not might to have, my knowledge. When I was very, very young, but not that so I know like, of. What, what's your views on it? Do you, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm pretty much against it, but to be honest, I haven't done anything towards the... What would you call it? <laughs> the situation. I haven't really done anything. So now hearing that... I might actually look into it a bit more mm. myself. Yeah. yeah. Go give their Facebook page a like. Mm. That, that's a that's a good first idea. <laughs> um, first what about step. you, Julia? Um, I've never been on one. I've seen them. Um, it's always kind of like a novelty. You see it, and I guess people that get married, they get on, and it's that oh, sort true. of picturesque little photo op that they can have an experience like no other. And I get that, but when you do look at it as the animals, what are they getting out of it? Mm. It's not great. And listening to that interview has made me think, well, this is actually not okay. Mm. And if it's putting, obviously, people's safety uh, in jeopardy as well as the horses, I think we need to rethink having them in Melbourne. So, yeah, it's good that these these things are coming to, to light and the Facebook page is getting traction and... Mm. We're talking more about it. It is fair to say that there is um, a Melbourne for horse-drawn carriages, which is a uh, is a Facebook page that exists. Um, it's it's pretty unfair to just mention that there's an against one. There is a for one as well. Yeah. Um, 
which I think is probably leaning more towards, yeah, keeping that tradition because it has been a tradition for a while. Right. Um, also, there's obviously concerns of it's a job. It's a job-making thing as well. So, you know, if, hmm. if you get rid of it, maybe, you know, some people will be out on jobs, which they might be using this job to support families. So, um, mm. you know, it's sort of an interesting, like, double-sided thing to consider. Well, but, yeah. if you consider that it's their job and that they deal with horses a lot, maybe there's some other things they can look into if they hmm. know how they, to you know, treat the you, animal. They might legitimately love horses, yeah. um, which is why they're into it, you know. Um, you're there, you know, dealing with horses every single day. Yeah. If you love a horse, you know, that's probably something you do as well. 